God, the Mad Dog Michelle Podcast. My name is Ronald George Moore. How are you? Hope you're having a good week. Um, the Winnipeg is where I'm from, and the weather has finally hit the double digits. It's low double digits time, so that means the potholes are out, and you only need one jacket. Only one jacket needed to hang outside. Um, but we got past the, I think, our third winter this year. Everyone keep putting the shovel away. Nope, got to bring it back out. Although the third time, I, I don't even think. This whole snowstorm was predicted. Everyone's like, oh, it's going to come down. They're, it's get, they're getting nailed in Saskatchewan. They're getting nailed in uh, North Dakota. Did we get nailed up here? No, we did not. Um, there was some light snowfall for 24 hours. But other than that, we were laughing. We were laughing. We're still laughing. We're going to be laughing a while. I guess the Jets are doing good. You know, I'm not a sports guy. Um, I happened to catch... I was at the keg. Oh, we had a huge date night. I'll get into that. But we are at the keg. And the place was packed with everyone wearing their white gear. <laughs> I always feel weird. Everyone's like, white pride! <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Ooh. But we just happened to walk in there and it was double overtime. Jets versus Las Vegas. And the place was just glued. Everyone's eyes are glued to the TVs. But we walk in there, do 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 do, sit down, <laughs> start talking about the movie we just saw, which was Winter Tide. Oh, by the way, also in that keg, uh, coming out of the bathroom, you, you kind of walk by some tables and it was hilarious and this is weird because I think Bill Burr just talked about this on his Monday show but there were five women sitting around like a big round table and all five of them heads down on their phones it was weird it's super weird like you know they're not watching the game at that point but I don't know what they're doing I just imagine they're texting each other you having a good time <laughs> yes where's our waiter <laughs> clickety 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 the keg was so packed, they had us at the drink. There's like a, a mini little strip of table, which is just for people standing to put their drink on. But they sat us there, and it was pretty funny being served that way from behind. And just like, what the hell? <laughs> like everything. It's like on a two by four, eating dinner on a two by four. But it worked out great. What did I get? I got mushroom caps and beer because we were pre gaming for BA Johnson. I'll get into that too. So much happened this weekend. It was bonkers because, and it was supposed to. We had a date weekend plan. Me and my beautiful girlfriend, Carolyn Gray. She and I had plans to go to a few things, tickets-wise, and uh, yeah, it was great. Well, I kind of blew the first thing. We had tickets to see Winter Tide at Cinematech. Winter Tide is a Manitoba-made feature horror film. Which is more of a drama, I think, than horror. Had a couple of jump scares. Had one jump scare, really. At least in my case. Carolyn's, you know, she's so... <laughs> she really gets involved in stories, so she's... She's like... Uh, uh. <laughs> you know, I can always tell, because she grabs my arm. Kind of like the, you know, like the 1950s old school um, classic date where the girlfriend's hanging off the guy's arm. I'm so scared. <laughs> mm. 
and I love it. So we had plans to go see Winter Tide, 5 p.m. Um, and the director, who it's funny, it was a cute. He was it was an introduction by the director of this, and and he mentioned like, uh, is there anyone here who's not part of the cast and film? So Carol and I put up our hands. A couple of others did. But he was up there like a minute. He didn't really, <laughs> he didn't do, he just said, okay, well, I uh, just don't have anything to say. If you want to talk to me, catch me after the the movie. And I was like, aw. Like, I, I would have liked to ask. I was even thinking, like, questions that I could ask him. How long did the film set take? How long did the film shoot take? You know? Uh, were there any Winnipeg locations that denied access? Um, beautifully shot film, Winter Tide. Um. Yeah, go see it, it when it comes. I think it's streaming already. You can find it. Just Google it up. Winter Tide, one word. So we caught that. Oh, my big boob mistake was I was at the side hustle Saturday afternoon. I had to get into that. And I bought tickets. I thought, oh, you know, you got to select your tickets at Cinematech. So I went and I bought tickets. Pick, we like we like the front row, baby. So I'm like, oh, there's a few left. Grab those. Went back, and sure enough, Carolyn already had bought tickets and picked our seats from... Apparently, you can do that days beforehand. I had no idea. So when we went there, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to, like, scalp these tickets. Like <laughs> like old school 80s <laughs> Motley Crue concert. <laughs> like, hey, I got... You want a couple tickets to see Wintertide? I got front row tickets, baby. First row. Premium. Uh, but they were nice enough. They gave us uh, uh, coupons. Free passes. And that which was nice. I love the Cinematheque. Now that the town's gone, now that the town said bye-bye, Cinematheque is where it's at. And then we had a couple hours to kill, so we went to the keg. And uh, had some fun there. Because the Hickeys and B.A. Johnson at times changed high and lonesome club which is a club i love going to <clears throat> i was i remember after my divorce i was pretty regular there i had oh, just you know every weekend it's like kind of like a found kind of like a found <laughs> a home away from home you know tossing the chicken in the bucket and just getting to know the the usual gang of musicians and clientele that was fun so I always like going back there once in a while and B.A. Johnson okay so B.A. Johnson is a comedian musician out of Hamilton he's been in it so long so long he's been touring Canada and this was my first time seeing him live and I always heard his show was amazeballs um so I wanted to check him out I've seen his videos pop up here and there, I've checked out, so I was aware of his work, but I never really did a deep dive into his albums. So leading up to this concert, I went on, uh, I have Apple, I subscribed to Apple Music, and I just binged his, uh, Jesus, he's got like nine albums? I'm just looking it up now. B-A-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. O-S-T-O-N. Yeah, bitch. Spell it right. So when you go to album, select all. <clears throat> Argo Suck. Werewolves of Hamilton, Ontario? No, London, Ontario, of course. 
the skid is hot tonight. I can't read them all because um, they're they're all cut off. But <clears throat> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven albums dating back to two thousand eight. That's the earliest one. This guy's been touring up and down Canada, and I'm actually quite surprised that I've never seen him before. But and I didn't even go to be honest to be B. A. Johnson. I went for the Hickeys. Um, but then when I found out they were playing with them, I'm like, this is a must-see event. The Hickeys, Joanne Rodriguez and Rami Mays are a duo called the Hickeys. Uh, they've both been on the show. They're two of my favorite musicians in the city. And uh, it was really amazing to just... The only gripe I have about <clears throat> their performance was, you know, basically it was Joanne up front, Rami in the back. I'd like to see a bit more, bit more equal, equal footing for for the girls, you know. Like, and I'm sure that was just a, a matter of, uh, you know, well, the, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what the matter. I'm not even sure. Why would I say shit like that? Ah, oh, God. Hmm. Roll by. But they were great. You know, Joanne is her. She makes such great rock faces, such great rock faces. You know, she's just like. You can feel like she's just chewing on the words and the music as they come out and, you know, squinting her eyes. And, oh, so good. And Rami with, in her, like, muscle t-shirt there, <laughs> banging away. And I love their cover of True Blue. They did a real slow, slow burn True Blue by Madonna, which was very nice. And it was Joanne's birthday, so she put on the party hat. Super cool. It was definitely... And then, and then, my God, B.A. Johnson came out and he's just setting up like his his real deal is interacting with the crowd, like like no one else. <laughs> and I always love that. I always love that doing improv back in the day, getting a jumping off the stage, get in there, getting in there with the crowd. And he must bring his own microphone cord. Which is kind of funny, he doesn't go micless, but also the cord is part of the act too, because he, 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 he walks to the end of the bar and back, and he, he circles the, the packed house, <laughs> just to circle them, almost lassoing them. Man, the guy was a ball of energy. He had, I, I don't want to give too many spoilers on his act, but um, let's just say he stood on every table, <laughs> okay, not table, he stood on every chair that was available, he stood on the bar, he, he lied on the floor, commenting how clean a floor it is at times change, which was nice. Aside from the snot, he's one of those guys that, you know, snot's on the floor. He can put his fingers to one nostril and just power the other nostril, and you get like a, a shotgun of snot. A snot gun? Weird. That's what, that's what he does. I remember Pip Skid got flack for that when he was performing in Toronto. That was a big, there was a lot of hoopla. No hoopla for B.A. Johnson. The guy is making such a mess. He kicks a shot glass across the room. He, he's making people chug beer. At one point, he took a beer, and it just went flying and sprayed the crowd, including my tragically hip hoodie, which I reserved for special occasions. Um, but I let that go. It was only a little bit. <laughs> what am I going to do? How dare you, B.A. Johnson, ruin my jacket? Because I don't wash. I don't wash it. still has the same scent as that 2016 concert. Mm. As for his music, it's just really funny stuff, really funny titles, such as I Don't Want to Go to the No Frills, 
George Thorogood was right, absolutely right. And he moves from his uh, guitar, his fast-paced strumming guitar, to a, a, a keyboard, and even another keyboard. He has a Discman, uh, which is plugged in to play uh, just like songs where it's just music and he can sing and freely move around. The dude is killer, and I, I'm, I know I have to go every time now. I gotta see him. I gotta see him perform. Ooh, excuse me. Oh, God, what's happening? I'm breaking down, folks. I wasn't even sure if Carolyn would like it. Carolyn Gray, my girlfriend. And she loved it. She absolutely loved it. As I did. So it was like great. What a phenomenal Saturday night catching him at the, at the Times Change. And he's on tour, so if you're listening to this in Western Canada, you've got lots of opportunity to, to catch him before he heads back to Hamilton. Which is it was really cool. He like held up a banner of Hamilton Tiger Cats at the beginning. And everyone cheered like it, he held up a Bombers one, which is, which is rare in this city. <laughs> Usually not everyone, you know, shits on other other cities' teams and in football. Okay, I'll move on. Yes, move on. And then Sunday, my honey and I did some yard work, which is the first time I've... And it's all basically, you know, poo from two dogs. Because um, I'm like, oh, I'm doing a raking. That's what I did, raking, a raking. I haven't raked in 35 years because I've been living in an apartment. But I remembered how to do it. Yeah, it was pretty easy. You just kind of put it in for, drag it towards you, drag the rake, and then you can collect it and then put it in a bag. But yeah, it was, it was, I'm like, my shoes are getting so muddy, but it was shit. Lots of shit. So it felt good to remove all the dog shit, and then we played some backgammon. If you don't, if you if you do play backgammon, you know, challenge me. We'll, we'll have fun. We'll go to Daily Burger, and uh, did I say Daily Burger? We're going to Robbins. <laughs> what am I? Who am I kidding? They'll be closed. Um. Now, now that the snow's all gone, now you have Winnipeg drivers uh, being confident in their <laughs> inaccurate and horrible driving skills like yesterday I was behind a pickup truck and the light turns green and he doesn't go and you can see he's on his phone like one of those flip phones I'm like weird and you know but I have I've channeled my my inner Marty from Ozark and I just okay I can I can just sit here I don't even have to honk at this guy I can just wait which I did I felt really good about that and then he <clears throat> he makes his right turn, and I'm following behind him, and I, we're, we're both going to make a left turn at the next block, and I'm like, he's going at that speed where I can't quite pass him, so I have to go behind him, but he's going slow enough to irritate you, and you're like, okay, that's, that's just, it's a lovely day. <laughs> like, <laughs> look at the birds. <laughs> and then we both make our right turn. And so then, once again, it's parked car, so I can't pass him. And he's just going at that speed, like, in a 50, going, like, 39. <laughs> which is like, God damn it! But no, I'm just like, this is fine. This is all cool. And then a couple more blocks, he's going to make a left turn. And I'm like, okay. So this, I can finally go around him. So I start to go around, and he doesn't make the left turn. He keeps going. And I'm like, oh, and I can't get, I can't pass him. I'm like, okay, okay. Inner Marty, inner Marty, inner Marty. 
And then he, the next block, he makes a left turn and doesn't use his indicator. And I'm just like, okay, that's that's par for the course on this guy, some white old dude. And I say that disgusting, disgustingly. <laughs> I'm disgusted. But wait a minute, that's me. I'm a white old dude. At least I know how to drive. Stupid idiot. Yeah. I know he's listening. Um, hey, I'm doing a, a live something. <laughs> Got a live show happening at Poor Decisions on Thursday this week. April 27th at... Uh, oh my god, I don't even have that information. <clears throat> I'll look it up quickly. It's Scott Porteous show. And he is a legendary comedian. He's been on the show. Check out Scott Porteous under the interviews. It's pretty cool. And he's, he's you know, if you know Scott, he's just, he's always doing shows whether he's going on tour or local nights and bars weekly shows in fact i think he has two shows running him and a partner not that kind of partner am i breathing heavy my internet is so slow i'm just waiting for everything to pop up here but i'm doing live stand-up i haven't done it in a long time probably 2019 i guess yeah just before covid and then i remember thinking Oh, it's good because then, like once, once, once all the comedians have stopped, it'll be like even even leveled plateau for everyone to jump back in, and I'll be on that bandwagon. I'll be like, and I'll be just as good as everyone else. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> everyone else started, and I was like, I'm gonna do it soon. Well, I'm doing it, and I'm gonna bomb like Hiroshima. I I'm like not. I'm very, very nervous about this show because, um, as I said, I haven't done it in so long. And I don't have the type of material I can pull from where it's like, you know, like I don't have five minutes killer stuff. Uh, and so I, I'm like everything. It's going to be like Kill Tony where it's, it's going to be instead of a new minute, it's going to be a new five minutes. And uh, it's going to be a good show. You got Dean Jenkinson on it. I was like, What? <laughs> The head of fucking Winnipeg Comedy Fest is going to be there? Oh my god. He's a legendary comedian. And then I'm like, what? Jason Beck? <laughs> He's been doing it for like 30 years, probably longer. And I'm like, oh Jesus. If I'm lucky I'll be following one of those guys. And, and of course I'm kidding. So, come down on the... Oh shit, I still haven't found it. Okay, hold on. Let me see here. Comedy night. Here we go. Potholes and Punchlines presents Potholes and Punchlines presents Poor Decisions Comedy Night Hosted by Eric Parent Hosted by Scott Porty Oh, there's two hosts yeah, Those are partners And, uh, yeah Thursday at 8pm Oh, You know what, I know it's 7.30pm the, They're starting early because of the Jets game So if you're not going to the Jets If you're not going to be home glued to your TV Oh, it's St. James Hotel St. James Hotel. Do we have an address for the St. James Hotel? 1719 Portage Avenue. Admission is 10 bucks. 10 smackers. We'll get you uh, a great lineup of comedians. And there are a lot of people. Well, I don't really know a few of them. But anyway, I won't even go to it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out of here. Jesus. I got to get to the corporation. <clears throat> I got to do the side hustle. And I got to drink some more coffee. I'm heading off to Robbins. You have a great week. Subscribe to the Mental Money Shot podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher.
others and social medias, Mental Mugshot Podcast, Ron George Moore TikTok, Ron George Moore, uh, Patreon.com slash Ron George Moore. Join the Patreon and you can get an extra show and extra stuff. It's so cool. You're not joining. <laughs> Let's get real. I'm just hoping that you'll check it out and then inadvertently click that you, you're joining the Patreon and not even realize it. Ha ha! I win! Yay! Lots of that kind of stuff on the Patreon. Sunday Swallow, just for you. And um, have a good week.